why I landed. I know a lot of those out there really don't want me having it. They just mad that I'm creeping on them and they had advantages. See, when my voice is on, I let my voice be the change. Put it in these communities, let it give them some range. Let them know that they got a shot at anything they want and it ain't all about the teaching, but really how they responded. Here on KBLA Talk 1580, we gon' get into it. The whole world on Smiley out of your media. The others tell it, but they truths have some limits. Got some limits. We got that food for soul, now what they feeding you. Yeah. Black lives matter all the time. Yeah, let's talk about it. The school of prison pipeline. Yeah, let's talk about it. All this brutality out of line. Yeah, let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk I am about unapologetically it. progressive in efforts to fight for the people. Gotta exercise our voting rights and then push the needle. I'm walking tall because I know that y'all expect me to lead. To push the message, I am willing to bleed. I gotta get what I need. That's social reform. That's prison reform. I'm highly informed. Don't put down a pen. I got a list. I can't resist. I preach it till I talk with a list. And who you know gonna give it to you like this? And here on KBL, they talk 15 yeah. We gon' get it. We gon' get it. The whole world don't smile out of your media. The others tell it, but they truths have some limits. We got that food for soul, now what they feeding ya? Black lives matter all the time. Let's talk about it. About the school to prison pipeline. Let's talk about it. Brutality out of line. Let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk about it. Oh, Miles, turn my mic off. Why you gonna do that to me, man? I was singing. Come on. Thank you very much, by the way. You know, it's so wrong that Tavis comes in with that incredible show just now. One of my favorite shows I've heard on this network is just yet. And I mean, I'm like, I got to follow that. That's not fair. That's like Tito Jackson going on after Michael Jackson. It's just not fair. Really? But I digress. Uh, (laughs) Happy New Year, y'all. It's good to be back in the spot to talk all about it because we got a lot to talk about right here. KBLA Talk 1580 Middays with Danny Morrison. The year is uh, 2022. Back in the saddle again after a much-needed vacation where I was not only able to spend some long-awaited quality time with family and friends, but I was also able to finally sit my behind down and recharge my batteries for a few days. Much-needed too, by the way. I would be remiss if I didn't first give love to the ultra-talented queens that occupied the Danny Mo Show during the time that I was gone. Miss Miche Duffy and Miss Lisa Pico Bear. On the occasions that I was able to listen in, I was so impressed by your poise, your intelligence, and your willingness to have insightful conversations that pushes a positive narrative forward. There is nothing better than sharing a frequency with some of the most impressive thought leaders in the business. And you two ladies are easily two of our our most best and brightest. I pray that I can keep the ball moving in honor of the amazing job you both did over the final week of 2021. Thank you for holding things down. And may God bless you in 2022. Because we collectively have got a lot of work to do. Which is precisely what I want to talk about today. And wouldn't I bet that most people listening to my voice right now had a pretty pleasant holiday season, huh? Every man, woman, girl, and boy. Multiple days filled with good tidings and great joy. Lots of laughs and lots of love that were filled with cheer. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And now that the new year has officially begun, you're probably in resolution mode making promises to yourself to shed those unwanted pounds. To break that long-standing habit that adversely affects your life and or free yourself from that relationship that no longer serves your best interests. Good luck on your journey. But you just heard Tyva Smiley bring you a powerful episode with a few of our most inspirational kings and a queen 
whose life's work has transformed the lives of thousands of people across the globe for decades. Les Brown had a brother screaming at the top of my lungs during that interview, man. Tavis' guests today were the epitome of determination, the very definition of perseverance. And although Tavis' show was focused on the motivational today, the first episode of the Danny Moe Show in 2022 is about something entirely different. Today, I want us to focus on the theoretical, the hypothetical, what is deemed credible, and who is unethical. Newsflash. Today is January 3rd, 2022. We are three days away from the one-year anniversary of the insurrection at the Capitol. A day when a mob of brain-dead Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol in an effort to overturn the 2020 election results, which brought us a duly elected president, Joseph Biden. This coming Thursday, you will see a speech from the president and the vice president as a part of a series of events organized by Democrats to memorialize that day. Seems like the right thing to do, considering the circumstances. What circumstances, you ask? Because on the same day, your artificial ex-president never was mine, by the way. Toupee Fiasco will be holding what he has billed as a press conference at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. An event that is expected to be littered with the same tired conjecture we've grown accustomed to over the last 12 months. Yeah, we progressives that reside on the left will watch Trump's comments and laugh out loud and roll our eyes at the audacity. But let's not forget... Trump has repeatedly downplayed the insurrection and even today continues to make false and disproving claims that the election was stolen from him and is somehow fraudulent. And I, for one, will never let it be forgotten that due to the fact that Trump kept his kept repeating those false claims to his cult like followers. There are now nine people dead as a result. Five police officers and four Trump supporters that would still be alive had Trumple thin skin done his freaking job by accepting the fact that he lost easily. But as I mentioned, today is about hypothetical stuff. About what may happen in the very near future. And a couple of these things may happen sooner rather than later. So I want us to think about the upcoming months and years from a bird's eye view. I want us to look at them from a macro level instead of a micro level. And allow me to do my due diligence in painting a chronological picture. Because through it all, if the wheels of democracy start to come off of this experiment that we call America, what happens to us African Americans? For example, what happens if Biden and the Democrats fail to pass voting rights legislation? As you all know, the midterm campaign season is about to catch fire. And according to the new district maps, the gerrymandering is happening at a larger rate than anticipated. The Republicans were already in an advantageous position leading into 2022, and now their leverage appears to have been strengthened. Less than just two weeks ago, over 800 religious leaders pressured Biden to pass voting rights laws that would, and I quote, increase federal oversight of state voting laws as a means of protecting the access to the vote in minority communities, end quote. Just an FYI, the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act both already passed the House and now await Senate action and leadership. 
And Biden, Kamala, and the Dems had better not let anything stand in the way of our right to vote. Including that freaking filibuster. Kill it if you have to. And they are mere weeks away from running out of time. So what happens if voting rights legislation never materializes before the 2022 midterms? What happens if Biden and the Democrats fail us African-Americans once again, even though we have given them too many chances as it is, right? What happens if, as a result, the Republicans win back the House as expected and capture the Senate as well? What happens if Joe Biden instantaneously becomes a lame duck president? What happens if the newly elected Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, pumps his brakes on any Biden initiative moving forward? What happens if voting legislation and the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act never come into fruition during Biden's first term? What happens if, as a result, despite passing monumental legislation regarding the infrastructure, the majority of Americans sense that Biden didn't get anything done and look to the past for leadership. What happens if Trump is elected again in 2024 with the Republicans holding the House and the Senate once again? And what happens if Trump gets in office and slowly starts dismantling the legislation that Biden has implemented and starts right back where he left off? continuing to be the unfit president that we all know that steadily tears at the fabric of our democracy. And to make matters even worse, my fellow African-Americans, my kings and queens, and everybody in between, here's some serious and highly likely business. What happens if Trump regains the presidency and immediately starts pardoning every single person that has committed brutality against us over the last few years. The murderers of Ahmaud Arbery, set free. The murderer of Dante Wright, Kim, Port Kim Potter, remember her? Cut loose. And yes, the murderer of George Floyd, Derek Chauvin. The moment which ignited the Black Lives Matter movement the biggest civil rights movement since the original civil rights movement, who was given a sentence of 270 months, which calculates to 22 and a half years, cut free as a bird with a stroke of a pen. And even giving wannabe gangster Kyle Rittenhouse a position within his administration just to stick it to the libs. Nothing will blaze up and motivate the fiery belly of the racist beast of his base more than pardoning some of their most treasured heroes and torchbearers over the last few years. Nothing would give more of a green light to the racist police officers out there and rogue anarchist copycats than granting a clean slate to murderers. And once again, we African Americans will be left sitting on the sidelines as usual waiting for our next Obama-like savior to come and rescue us from a future that is ironically darker than ever. What am I talking about? You already know. We'll be more focused on Kanye moving across the street from Kim Kardashian. Why Cardi B gave her husband Offset a $2 million check for his birthday. Whether LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Distracted. So in conclusion, I say all that to say this. Here's some harrowing statistics that we need to take into account before our conversation today.
The majority of Republicans, 73 percent, say the 2020 election was rigged. 73 percent. Plus, a disturbing new poll revealed that one third of Republicans believe that, quote, violence may be necessary in order to save our country. One third of Republicans and even worse. Nearly 20 percent of all respondents to a public religion research institute. The survey believe that the world is controlled by, quote, Satan worshiping pedophiles, end quote. Yeah, you heard me. 20 percent. Scary, right? Now, I know that you're in the process of replacing the popsicle sticks with celery sticks in your refrigerator right now. Hopefully replacing sucking on those cancer-causing cigarettes with sucking on an organic fruit smoothie instead. And replacing that loser of a lover you got with an appreciative replacement. Or even better, a newfound confidence and satisfaction with being all by yourself. But in the meantime and in between time, I need us all to understand that your fun and festive holiday season is now replaced with being one of the biggest social, cultural, and political seasons of our lifetimes. In less than three years, you could have the Republicans holding both branches of Congress, the executive branch, and a majority in the Supreme Court, with Trump at the helm. Not only is it probable, it's highly possible. And unfortunately, the end of our democracy is what happens if we don't get energized, strategized, and mobilized. Kings, queens, and everybody in between. Because our lives may depend on it. Literally. But that's just me. <sighs> Tell me what you think, L.A. Yeah, I wasn't going to come out of here, you know, so happy-go-lucky, ready to go for the new year. Nah. It's serious business time. It is. What do you think of my hypothetical political illustration, huh? Did I scare you? I hope so. That's kind of the point. That's my plan. Do you believe what I'm telling you? Or do you think it's all hyperbole? Huh? Does our democracy hang in the balance? And are the pillars of our American institutions on the brink of crumbling once and for all? Also, can Trump win again? Some believe he has no chance after losing so badly to Biden last time. Some believe his re-election is inevitable. Do you think he will even run again? And if so, why or why not? And lastly, does any of this even matter to you? My kings and queens listening right now. 87% of black voters nationwide chose Biden over Trump. 19% of black men voted for Trump, which I don't understand. And as did 9% of black women. In other words, we African-Americans saved Biden. But will we save him again? And one year in, does he even deserve it? Holla at your boy, your voice is the change, your voice is the community, your voice is on 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms too. Plus. Me and my midday partner in crime, Miles, will take your comments via the ecosystem of our social network. Check this out when we come forward. I will add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation to kick off 2022. 
I've been given some great advice throughout my lifetime, and a lot of the time, that person or mentor incorporates some quotes that have stuck with me permanently. And as we kick off 2022, I want to deliver them to you in hopes that you'll find value in them too. I even heard a new one over the weekend that I will kick off the list with today. My seven series today is seven motivational quotes that changed my life. These words of encouragement have changed the way I look at life, and I feel it's my duty to pay them forward to help you with yours. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to Middays with Danny Morrison. It's 2022, y'all, I think. An unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Let's ride. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. We're listening around the clock. Around the clock. Around the clock. And your time to be heard is right now. Now. Right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Yes, sir. Black in a spot. You know what we do. KBLA Talk 1580. Mid-takes with Danny Morrison. You know, we're, uh, we're discussing what we African-Americans will do if the Republican Party sees both houses of Congress in less than a year and stifle Biden's presidency, huh? Also, whether or not Trump is running again. I already got a couple DMs saying he's not going to be able to run. I go, really? You sure about that? Huh? What were we told his entire presidency? Right? Oh, he wait till he gets out of office. Why? Trump going to jail. Watch. They're going to lead him out of the White House in handcuffs. Watch. How's that going for y'all? Huh? How's it working out? Still waiting. Still waiting. I'm just saying. By the way, Miles, off topic real quick here. What's up with all this rain, man? On my vacation, I was supposed to take my baby girl to, to Legoland. You know, I bought tickets and everything. I was all excited. She was all excited. All of a sudden, Mother Nature said, y'all ain't going nowhere. D, what's that about, man? You know, I was reading on Twitter. They said it ain't rained as much in L.A. since uh, since Jody made Yvette cry and baby boy. <laughs> That's a lot of rain. <laughs> Last time it rained as much in L.A. I guess it was record numbers, right? So we just get here to L.A. six months ago, and all of a sudden, record rains. So my baby girl's all disappointed. Dad, why didn't you take me? Hello? <laughs> Legoland ain't open, sweetie. You need a Lego umbrella is what you need right now. It's crazy, right? But is it over? Is there more water coming? I hope so. I like the rain. Do you? I like what? I'm a desert kid. I love rain. You and I both come from very dry climates, but uh, I can't stand it, man. It messes up my plan. I can't stand the drivers. <laughs> yeah, just can't stand the drive. But I like rain. Rain is cool for me. Were you out there in it? Were you out there working out in the rain? I wouldn't. I wasn't doing that. But I, I'm cool with the rain. Though. I'm cool with it. I like it. I wanna go outside in the rain. How many, how many rain songs can we come up with today? On a perfect day, I know that I can count on you. Uh, how many? This is what? Uh. Never rain in Southern California. Ah, uh, yeah. Purple rain. Yeah. Candy I rain. I saw you and him. Yep, walking, walking in the rain. Walking in the rain. That's a bunch of Candy them. rain. Candy rain, yeah. Rain, SWV. No doubt. Look at you. You coming off the dome. You looking at uh, the computer right now. You're... No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm seriously just on Amazon. That's off the dome? Wow. I had this conversation with my people a couple months ago, though. We were thinking about something like this. How many? Uh, It's raining men. It's raining men. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many can you go 
That's a bunch of you. You just gave me like eight in a row. Of uh, what was the Temptations of Wish the Rain? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I wish they still had that show. What was that show? We have to phone a friend. What was that? Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? I'd be like, I gotta call my friend Miles Low. He's my phone a friend today for real. But uh, I'm hoping <laughs> that the rain is over, man. Just like I was hoping the rain was over with Trump. R e i g n. And uh, I don't know. Is it? It seems like liberals, progressives, even African-Americans as a whole, we're kind of resting on our laurels right now, seem like. Seem like we, we, we laying back in the cut now, now that Trump's out of office. Seem like we don't care no more. We're not paying attention politically like we should be. I don't know what that's about. We have got to get back on track. Because I'm here to tell you, 2022, it could really do damaging effects to us as a people. Real talk. Because the Republicans are about to take the House. I'll be honest, I don't think there's anything they can do to stop it. There's so much gerrymandering taking place right now, I just don't see it happening. The Senate is still up in the air. That could happen too. Trump come in in 2024? What then? Huh? And that's why we're discussing what we African Americans will do if the Republican Party sees both houses of Congress in less than a year and stifle Biden's presidency. And whether or not Trump is running again. And check it out. Last night. Okay, so I'm writing my opening monologue, right? And uh, it got me wondering about a segment of society that seems to not exist anymore. Because one of the most effective, I like to call them magic tricks, that I've seen in my lifetime comes from the David Copperfield of American politics. You know who that is, right? The conservative Republican. Oh, yeah. Straight magic, man. What can only be considered as nothing but a form of uh, uh, social and political prestidigitation, if you will. Look it up. (laughs) They may be missing now, but conservatives have successfully managed to convince generations of people that liberals and progressives and seniors and and the undocumented and minorities, college students, uh, the unemployed, and even veterans, by the way, that we are all solely out to get their money. And here's their magic tricks, by the way. They've somehow convinced, um, managed to, to balkanize their base with a, a bait and switch. That's a magic trick. They've successfully used sleight of hand seeking sedition from socialism. Huh? See where I'm going? And you know what their greatest trick is? They've even convinced red state voters. It boggles my mind how this goes down all the time. Which, look at all studies show, they use more federal government dollars and are the poorest states in the union. That the aforementioned groups are a multi-generational drain on the American economy. And all the while, they're promoting their policies that aid in lining the pockets of some of the most wealthiest corporations and billionaires this country's ever known. Companies that are enjoying record profits as we speak. That's the greatest trick in the history of America, man. I got to give it to them. We will get into all this today and take your phone calls. 1-800-920-1580. News and traffic right now. This is Middays with Danny Morrison in 2022. Y'all, let's go.
1580. We've been trying to come up with the best rain songs. It's been raining like crazy over the last few days in Los Angeles. Catching us by surprise. Those of us that aren't from here, you know, we move here. We love the city and everything. Had a bunch of plans during my days off, and uh, it rained like crazy. Didn't do nothing. Couldn't do nothing. But uh, <laughs> I forgot about that one, man. I forgot about that. What about uh, we, we said Can't Stand the Rain, new edition. I saw you walking in the rain, Orange Juice Jones. Rainy days, uh, Mary J. Blige? Uh, Mary J. and Ja Rule. Mary J. and Ja Rule. Candy Rain, Soul For Real. Purple Rain, Prince. Rain, SWV. I wish it would rain down. Uh, Temptations? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ke- I said Keith Sweat in the rain, and you said Dramatics? Is that a remake? I didn't know. Is it? Yeah. I want to go outside in the rain, and uh, you can't stop the rain, and it's raining men. That's where we at right now. That's a good list, huh? Rain on me, Ashanti. Rain. Oh, that's right. Rain on me. Bounce, bounce. Ashanti got hits, man. It's the Elliot. I can't stop. Boom, 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 boom. Is that all of them? We I just think so. we just named oh, every. Uh, <laughs> that's every Black Rain song of all time. Jill Scott, Love Rain. See, I don't know. You're, you're not I Jill Scott. Jill, I don't know who Jill Scott is. Who is she? Who is she? I don't know. Didn't she move to, like, New Zealand or something? I don't know. That's where I'm moving next then, all right? <laughs> yeah, right. We always run to white people when we want peace. What's that about? I'm going to move out to black neighborhood and move over there with the white people and get peace and get more racism there than you ever thought. They don't want you there. Why do we do that? We don't. We, we don't you, know, you know the answer, man. We're scared of each other, man. Uh, we don't like on. each other that much. We're going to talk about that this week. All this week, what I want to do is I want to talk about things that will impact us in 2022. And if you were listening to to Les Brown on Tavis Smiley, I'm telling you, he broke it all down, just categorically broke it all down on how we look at each other, how we see each other. And until we get past that, I don't care what legislation is passed. I don't care what laws are passed concerning voting rights and and justice and policing and the whole nine. None of that matters if we don't get to the point where we actually love and respect one another and root for one another and support one another, shop with each other's businesses, et cetera, et cetera. Until we get to that point, I'm telling you, everything else is just superficial. A facade, if you will. Are we down for each other or not? Huh? I was just breaking down few minutes ago, you know, talking about the greatest trick was the conservative Republicans, you know, pretty much selling a bill of goods to their entire base and convincing them that they should hate us more than the rich people that are taking money right out of their pockets, not giving them the advancement that they deserve at their places of business. Right. So why is it? Why are they successful at doing it? Huh? Why are middle class and lower class right wingers becoming so callous towards people in their own socioeconomic bracket? What is that about? When did when did conservative Republicans get so cold and frigid, too? You know? How did a modern day political party manage to convince millions of impressionable and often poor, by the way, voters that turning on your own is great for business? And the answer is very simple. If you're an avid listener to this program, you know what I'm about to say. Uh, The word is fear. Here's a newsflash for you, okay? Liberalism is undefeated. Slavery 
abortion, affirmative action, civil rights, women's rights, unions. These were all socially liberal policies or platforms that conservatives fought tooth and nail to oppose. Still do, by the way. Modern day conservatives will try to sell to you that the country leans to the right and liberalism is a disease. But historically speaking, the country always inevitably tends to fall on the side of the left. This is a left-leaning country now. And Republicans know this. They may win a midterm, you know, or two in the short term. And they might even kick butt this November, as I am predicting. But they're on course to never win another presidential election without dramatic changes taking place within that party. Trump included. You know, selling the right-wing bill of goods has it's been an easy sell. Perennially, it's been an easy sell. But the problem is, the pendulum has swung too far in favor of big business this time. It used to only be about race. They've done a very good job pushing racial issues onto the populace. And it is very effective. Income inequality is becoming way too obvious, though. It is. And time is running out. They know that the trends showing the escalating, I'll say it again, my favorite phrase on this show, the browning of America is in full swing. I talk about it all the time. And also the, the unprecedented groundswell of newly mobilized young voters has got them on borrowed time. Two demographics that will assuredly vote majority Democrat. And they're even threatening to, to permanently turn the red state of Texas blue. I bet by 2028. Some thought sooner, I go, nah, it's kind of purple right now. Not quite there. So the trickery of conservatives out there is to institute inflammatory fear campaigns that will hopefully distract us because we're so easily distracted as African-Americans from the single most important problem Americans face today. And that is, once again, income inequality. Socialism! They scream it from the rafters, don't they? Socialism! The election was stolen! Huh? Uh, Antifa, they were the ones that organized the insurrection at the Capitol. It wasn't Trump. All lives matter. Blue lives matter. Black lives matter is a communist organization. Critical race theory. Kwanzaa is a fake religion created by a psychopath. By the way, this, uh, let's have a, a moment of silence for Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was banned from Twitter over the weekends. A word of silence for her. Now, all of those are important issues in their own right due to the American lives being in danger and even lost in some cases. But you want to know what else is important, though? Huh? How about a federal minimum wage increase? By the way, shout out to people in California making $15 an hour now. Congratulations. Still not enough, but congratulations. Universal health care. Reproductive rights for women. Immigration reform. Voting rights. Justice and policing. Yeah, those are pretty important too. And here's newsflash number two, by the way. All of these liberal issues will pass legislation in our lifetimes. Want to bet? They will. It's inevitable. It's coming. Bank on it. 
But you got to understand, the root word of conservative is to conserve. Conserve the status quo. Conserve your political careers into the unforeseeable future. Conserve the resources inside the coffers of their contributors for as long as possible. But here's the problem that they weren't ready for. We are smarter than that this time. The financial collapse of 2008 was what, 14, 14 years ago? And all kinds of financial analysts out there believe that another bubble burst is imminent. And anyone that believes that household income should rise alongside corporate profit should be on the same team and vote accordingly. I don't know why we can't get together and kind of pull this thing off. But once again, race always comes into play. But we got to keep our eyes on the prize. The system is broken. And by the way, it was built that way. We know. And it is now skewed too far in big business's favor. We demand change. We demand legislation. We demand justice. When did conservative Republicans get so cold? I don't know. And I honestly, to be honest with you, I don't care. And if I may use a quote from the animated Disney movie, Frozen, the cold never bothered me anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm just... I'm ready for the fight in 2022 and beyond, and I'm hoping you are too. And I'm hoping this show, this radio station, all the beautiful black talent that are on this radio station, you use us as a beacon to help you get your voice out there as well. All right? But we will get into all that in a few. What's up? How we doing? All right, when we come forward, uh, we got some house cleaning to do. I got a seven series. I want to take some more of your phone calls. 1-800-920-1580. one 920 1580, it's the 2022 version of Midday. Why can't I say that today? It's the 2022 version. How's that, Miles? Of what? That's not good enough. It's the 2022 version of Midday's with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. How's that? Be sure to follow and subscribe to all our socials at KBLA Talk 1580 on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Stay in touch with us by downloading the all new KBLA Talk 1580 app on your smartphone. Your smartphone. Here in the combo wherever you go. And keep it locked to the only talk station that gives you a voice. voice. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. USA. Welcome USA. back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. You know, I don't want to talk about the case in specifics because I don't have enough information to have it. But, you know, I've seen a few cases over social media over the last few days that is heartbreaking to me. One of them involves a shooting in a parking lot at a gas station. And a lot of you have probably seen it. Again, I don't want to get into the details because I'm still gathering it as we speak. But I do want to say it is heartbreaking to me that we as African-Americans are so quick to take each other's lives. It trips me out. You know, the narrative with a lot of racist white people is that we are always prone to violence. They say that about us. They think that we are Neanderthals. They think that we are animals. They use that terminology about us all the time. And should never compare us to freaking animals. But I will say, how dare we not love and respect one another. I could not care less what someone said, what someone may have slighted you, maybe someone owes you a dollar or two. 
we would take each other's life for that? It trips me out. Now, you've heard me say on this broadcast, you have the right to defend yourself. Somebody comes in your house. What happens to that person, you know? I can't defend if someone comes in your house. Short of that, though, I'm trying to understand how we as African-Americans could really just have no value of each other. I've mentioned on this broadcast before, a mentor, a friend of mine, told me that we, when we see white people, we see Jesus. Because we have been pushed for generations that Jesus is a white man. Even though he's not, never was, but we've been pushed that narrative forever. So we respect them as a people more than we do ourselves because when we see them, we see God. And I go, you know, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Back in my hometown when I was growing up, I was a young teenager. There was a young cat that lost his life over $5. Kid you not. Now, did he lose his life over $5? Or did he lose his life because someone approached him about that money? Then, of course, the, the emotions started to escalate. Somebody felt they were disrespected in front of the boys. Fight ensues. Guns come out. Somebody loses their life. That's how it goes down. Matter of fact, that's how it goes down all the time. Because we as African Americans, especially the kings out there, we have this chip on our shoulder that we just can't seem to get rid of. And I don't know what it's going to take to do it. You would take the life of somebody that calls you out your name? Really? You would take the life of somebody that was talking about you behind your back? I just don't understand it. All that we've been through. If there's one big thing, like I said, we're going to talk about it later in the week. Didn't plan on doing it today, but I just ran across that video on socials, and it's, it's trending right now. What is it going to take for us? I'm talking kings and queens, okay? I'm not talking progressives as a whole. I'm talking about kings and queens. Somebody's going to have to give me the elixir. What is it going to take for us to truly start to love and cherish one another? For us to get in the foxhole together and get this thing done? Les Brown broke it down so well. Oh, my God. He is so right. We have got to stop. And I'm hoping in 2022, we turn a corner. But back on topic, we ain't voting. If we're not politically engaged, it's only going to hurt us more. We'll talk about that more during the broadcast. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Middays with Danny Morrison. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. History is now, and you are part of it. Thank you for spending your days with KBLA Talk 1580. Let's jump back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. Middays with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. Once again, I'm being dragged into another direction on this show. You know, we're just talking about the value of life, especially black life. And... Whether or not someone ever deserves is the word that's bouncing around my DMs right now. Deserves to lose their life. Look, there is an incident that's circulating right now all over social media. It's trending as we speak. I don't want to get into it once again because, like I said, I don't have the details. I don't like to speak on things I don't have details on. But all I will say is, whatever happened to fighting? What, what, what happened? Think about it for a second. 
When's the last time you saw a fist fight between African-Americans? Think about that for a minute, Miles. When was the last time, male or female, when was the last time you saw a fist fight? Been a minute, I bet. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday? What? <laughs> Where? <laughs> well, I, was, I was in this area yesterday. <laughs> you saw a fight here in Inglewood or in, in Lamert Park? Uh, I've seen it. It, it, ha- <laughs> it, it. it still happened. Not everybody got a gun, Danny. Not everybody got gun money. Okay, fair enough. My point is, it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Because, man, when I was coming up, everybody was swinging. I've seen cats get knocked out cold, man. Sucker punch, but still. Cats ain't trying to do that no more. Ain't nobody fight. Matter of fact, think about it for a minute. Not to bring the, the cops into it. When was the last time you saw cops chasing a guy? Yeah, who says, when the last time you seen the, uh, oh, somebody said on Dominique's show, someone like, what happened to the police using the nightstick? You know what I'm saying? You got like 15 utilities on your belt. What you got? Uh, you got the, 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 the twist ties, we call them things. You got the Hip handcuffs. Ties. You got the, yeah, you got the ties, you got the maze. You got pepper spray. Pepper spray. Taser. You got tape, you got all this stuff. You immediately go for the gun for no reason. And when's the last time you saw one of them cats chasing somebody? They ain't trying to chase nobody no more, man. That's why they go right for the gun. Boom. I had to shoot him because I feared for my life. Same goes for us, man. Same goes for African Americans in, in our communities, man. We ain't trying to fight no more. Somebody always going to the trunk. I don't know how many parties I've been to in my lifetime. A fight breaks out. Somebody run into the parking lot, going to the trunk. It's like, right, get up out of here. Come on, let's go. Let's go, everybody. Bouncing. Everybody running. That's the terrifying part to me. Not only have we eliminated discourse amongst one another, we're so quick to take the life of one another. And everybody's got their blame. Oh, it's video games, Danny. Oh, it's that gangster rap music that you guys listen to. That's what it is. What about these movies? Seems like every movie that comes out is rated R movie. You can't blame us. And conservative radio, that's what they're talking about over there. We've been trying to warn them for decades and they don't want to listen. Now look at us, the degradation of society. Don't complain now. We're trying to stop y'all. All we're doing is making them right when we kill each other. That's it. News and traffic now. I'll see you on the other side. This is Middays with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 1580, all right? KBLA 1580, Santa Monica. Middays with Danny Morris, the KBLA Talk 1580. We ain't got that kind of time. Although I love Neo, man. Thank you for playing that for me, man. That's the first track out the gate. Neo, one of my favorites of all time. I want to see that cat in concert. Matter of fact, I was going down the list on all the concerts that are coming to Los Angeles in the next few months. I'm like, oh, my God. I got to get to all of them, all of them, like new additions coming in March. I think Maxwell is coming to the forum in a couple months. I'm like, dude, I'm going to just be all up in them all day. You like Maxwell? Love Maxwell. Maxwell's oof, just come on, doing it. Me, me and Maxwell music got a real special connection. Man. Nah, you ain't the only one. You ain't the only one. You know, there have been many babies created to Maxwell's music. Not mine. Yeah. I'm just... Avoided that outcome. Uh, yeah, obviously you have. <laughs> Congratulations. By the way, Jamie Kizzy just sent me a DM. She said, good to hear you back on KBLA in 2022. Where's Miles? What's up with that? Oh, Tyler, you sent me a DM, too, talking about uh, crypto. <laughs> yes, Jamie. Hey, you be- Jamie. You better control that, Jamie. All Apparently, just- Jamie's been hacked, she told me. Hey, everybody's getting hacked these days. And we get a crypto uh, DM from her practically. No, not practically. Every single day. And uh, no disrespect, Jamie, I blocked you. I can't do it. Can't do it. 
I ain't block you. I let you. I let it go, James. Is she gonna seize her account once again? I mean, I don't know what she has to go through. Go through Instagram, and I don't know. I guess she got to fill out a form of some sort. But whatever she's doing ain't working because they are bombarding me. Come on, what's up with all these crypto people anyway, man? Do you boo? Why you got to drag us into it? How to get that? That's how you get the money. What do you mean? Uh, is that how it works? Is it a pyramid scheme? The more people you bring in, the more you get. Is that goes? It's not that. First of all, what you can do as well is you can uh, sell somebody their Instagram back. That's what's actually oh. that's actually part of the hustle. Ah, got you. But, got you know, you. never pay that ransom because all you'll do is end up keep paying them and keep paying them and keep paying them and they keep upping the price on you. So. Yeah, my word of advice to anybody in 2022, never click on a link that ain't familiar to you. I've told Miles, if it ain't YouTube, I won't click on it. I don't care who sent it. Don't click on links that ain't familiar to you, especially don't click on links from people that you don't know. Are you wasting your time? Because you're going to get hacked. Don't do it. That's how you lose it. But, uh, by the way, Jamie says, please hold that account. I'm no longer on it. Uh, we know, sweetie. Uh, tell Miles to block me. She said, block her right now. Blush. <laughs> I got to tell me twice. <laughs> Blocked. I went away and did it. I'm just hold saying. Hold on, hold on. Mm -mm -mm. Mm, blocked. <laughs> blocked. Gone. Still a little house cleaning. Check it out, y'all. Uh, I got to tell you about our fifth and final winner. We got our KBLA Talk 1580 $500 holiday cash giveaway. I'm so jealous. I be looking at them walk around here just with a just bag full of money. These people walking out. A free $500 for listening to us and doing that survey. You can't beat that with a bat, man. I'm over here, man. Please, I'm eating Top Ramen every night. Y'all got a free $500? Can I borrow 20? That's all I'm saying. This time, congratulations to Marquita Birdsong. That is a beautiful name, by the way. Marquita Birdsong? Wow, that sounds like a... Like a ballad from back in the day. Marquita downloaded the KBLA app. It took a few short minutes to fill out our winter survey, which qualified her to win $500 in holiday cash. Thanks to all of you who downloaded the KBLA app. We appreciate your support. She was the fifth and final winner. I mean, man, that $2,500, just like that, gone. And everybody need that money right after Christmas. Crazy, right? January is always tough. I feel sorry for those people like, like, your, your your Christmas is on December 25th, and then your kid's birthday is, like, January 3rd. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> Baby, this is your Christmas present, and this is your birthday present. Sorry. Can't deal with that one. But uh, also, make sure you're checking out the Danny Mo Show podcast officially live. Got to give props to a couple people reached out to me during uh, the holiday vacation saying that they were listening to our podcast while driving on the freeways. That means... Everything to me. Real talk. It's now streaming on demand through all socials and the KBLA Talk 1580 website via Futuri Media. Make sure you follow me on all socials. Got a bunch more people jumped on my socials over the holiday vacation at Danny Mo Show. See the daily streaming links posted for each episode of this broadcast in podcast form. And the episodes also uploaded to the Middays with Danny Morrison page on the KBLA app and the KBLA website for easier access. It's the Danny Mo Show podcast streaming on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on the KBLA app, the KBLA website, powered by Smiley Audio Media by way of Futuri Media from KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about and stream about. And uh, speaking of socials, Jump on in. All right, we got some of the most active socials in Los Angeles. Shoot on the West Coast. Forget that. 
Keep the conversation going. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as I always say, our substantial growth is primarily because of you. So please continue. Like, share, comment, follow. Most importantly, tell your friends and family to do the same. We'd appreciate it. And while you're at it, download that app, the aforementioned app, to gain even more access to us. Uh, we got our pics on there. We got bios, videos. You can stream KBLA Live. You can listen. You can use the open mic feature on there. We got to get back to using that in 2022. Get on there. If you don't want to call the broadcast, people get in my DMs all the time, say they're scared to call the show. Like we're going to do something wrong to them or something. We're very honest on this show. It's a fast, up-tempo show. I get it. But I don't bite. You could call. But if you don't want to, download the KBLA app. Access the open mic feature on that app. And uh, we just might play that over there. Okay? It's the new KBLA app exclusively from KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. All right? Let's get back here to it, though. We're uh, discussing what we African Americans will do. If the Republican Party seizes both houses of Congress in less than a year and they start stifling Biden's presidency. Also, whether or not Trump is running again and can he win? Are they even connected? Huh? We'll talk about that on the other side. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. This is the 2022 version of Middays with Danny Morrison. Okay, VLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Y'all stay there. All right? We know you have options, but thank you. Thank you making the best choice the only station in la of the people by the people for the people we are unapologetically progressive kbla talk 1580 1580 stay tuned we travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of and now capital one's new class of travel card can keep up with you introducing venture x from capital one with 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com. This ain't your grandfather's talk radio. The conversation with Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. Yeah, man. Midday's with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. 2022 is a blaze. Let's go to the phones. We've had lots of conversations on random topics today. Coming back into the gate. Let's get to the phones. Give me your height, your color, and your hood, King. Man, it sounds like I'm talking to the police. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Six foot one and I'm black, okay? Morris on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Sound like you could. You don't be comparing us to the police. We don't want that, man. Don't be putting that tag on us. Come on. Okay, anyway, look, if you want to do something for democracy today, I'm serious as a heart attack, get your pencil and paper out. I'm going to give you a number. I ain't going to tell you who this is until you get the number down. Okay. But the number, the people you calling is at 202-324-3000. 324-3000. Now, that's a direct number to the FBI. Now, you want to call the FBI and tell them to do their job and protect us against known domestic terrorists. We know who they is, where their offices are, etc. The select committee is doing a, what I think a, a decent job, but they put on a show, too, uh, my brother, because the select committee has what is called a sergeant of arms. Yeah. The sergeant of arms, he don't need no warrant. He don't need no subpoena. He don't need no criminal referral. If you're going to defy a congressional committee, all you got to do is find yourself in their dominion in, in, in Washington D.C. and he will pick you up. So everybody call the FBI. If you ever needed a reason 
to call the FBI. You got one now because if democracy goes down, so do we, except for the chamber. Morris, let me ask you Thank a question you. before before I let you go, real quick. You still there? Yeah, I'm with you. You know, the, you know, they're subpoenaing all these uh, people to come in and talk to the select committee. I mean, Steve Bannon is pretty much thumbing his nose at the entire crew and said, I'm not coming up in there. And no one arrested that cat. He doesn't have anybody at his front door arresting him and taking him to jail for, for uh, defying a subpoena. I'm wondering, through all these people that we're trying to bring in, we already know who the source is. What is stopping them from getting Trump up in there? What is the deal? Why has he not received a subpoena yet? Well, Christopher Ray, who's head of the FBI, was a Trump appointee. Uh, we got to keep that in mind. But all is not lost, everybody. And I got a suggestion, particularly for the nonprofits. Get your money together and buy you some ad time when they do do the uh, the uh, uh, the when the congressional committee goes on television. When they when they get Trump up in there on a deposition, because I watched his deposition with respect to that that fiasco with his college. When they get Trump in there on that deposition, everybody in the world is going to be watching that. Okay, so if you got your product, that's when you want to buy some advertisement because everybody's going to watch that. Because by the time he get up in there, they already know what's going on. They know what's going on right now. Yeah. They do. But by the time you get up in there, it's going to be another thing. So don't forget to call the FBI. If you never had a reason to call the FBI, you de- you darn sure got one right now. All right. Pre- yeah, we got the number. I wrote it down. Appreciate you, King. I, I'm behind on my taxes. I can't call the FBI. <laughs> this, what? Yeah, it's funny you say that. The, the kings that tell me that they do not want to vote and they don't want to get a part of the uh, become a part of the political process because they don't want people knowing about their taxes. They don't want people uh, inviting them to come down and be a part of the jury pool. They go, I don't want to be a part of all that nonsense. So if I don't vote, if I don't get a part, be a, become a part of any of that, I, mean, I just kind of stay off the grid and do my thing. That's what brothers tell me, man. You buy that? I mean, it's a logical fear. It may not be correct. It may not be the best course of action, but I 100% get it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, we can't go to jail. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people in jail will cripple you right now. So. Right. Uh, I have so, people with warrants and everything. Like, no, brother, you can, no. Uh. So what do you do? What, we just going to say, okay, we're not going to be a part of the process? I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but I'm saying I understand that's why people do it. So, I mean. Man, you and I have spoken on before. It's probably going to be the same throughout 2022 and beyond. It's like, we have such a long way to go as a people. We get these these small victories, you know? Like when Derek Chauvin goes to prison, we go, that's amazing. We're turning a corner. Kinda. Very small corner. Kinda. Small victories. It's like, we'll cheer at that and then not vote. I mean, you know, it's got to build momentum how we can build it. I one hear, small victory at a time. I hear you. And I've mentioned multiple times, we are in transition right now, Browning of America. In my opening monologue, I went through the whole thing. I'm totally with you on that. And I understand that right now, being in transition, I think Generation X, we're the ones that have to push the younger generations forward to make sure they understand what they're here to do. I mean, the thing is, too, you're talking about somebody's individual choice as opposed to a system that's supposed to, you know what I mean, is advertised as something. We all buy into something as it's advertised and it ends up being broken, and we call it out for being broken. You know, That's different than saying, hey, get out there and do what you're supposed to do. And I can argue, no, nah, that's not what I'm supposed to do, or that's not what I want to do, that's not in my best interest as opposed to the system. Yeah, but these are the same people that complain when, you know, Trump gets in office and enacts policies that are against us as African-Americans. What are you complaining for? You don't want to vote. You can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? You know, Trump hurt us as a people. So if he gets back up in there, I t- I'm telling you, Derek Chauvin is going to be free day one, dude. Day one. 
don't know about that. You are you crazy? Day one, he will ignite his base like nobody else. They already think that he's chosen by God, man, to be in that position. Big T. The Big T. They call him on Instagram Big T. Do they really? <sighs> Give me a break. Big T. <laughs> can, but can he win? That's what we're talking about today. Can Trump win? If he came in right now, keep in mind, he got his doors blown off in the last election. He did. But Biden disappointing the way that he is. And a lot of progressives out there don't want to hear it because I see him in my, my threads on Facebook all the time. You're not giving him a chance. We're only 12 months in. You got to understand it takes time when we have been so far down into the hole. It takes a little bit extra time to dig us out of where Trump took us. To blah, 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 blah. I've heard all kind of nonsense. Meanwhile, we have no voting rights. What are we waiting for? Huh? You better do whatever's possible. I'm telling you. I'm speaking for the African-Americans right now. Democrats, you better get it done. Because then what? How do I, how do anybody that works the KBLA, how do we convince people to go out there and vote if the Democrats won't even uh, enact policies and make sure that we can? What do we do? We waiting. John Lewis is looking down on us waiting too. What do we do? And a lot of the young people, your generation and younger, y'all ain't even checking for the ballot box, man. And I understand. I totally understand. You were just talking about individual choice? Totally get it. Because if I say to a young person, you need to get out there and vote, he or she will look at me and go, why? I'll say because of this, because of this, and this could happen. This. Uh, yeah, okay. Y'all going to do it anyway. Y'all don't care about us. Look at climate change. It's a mess. Look at the economy. It's a mess. Look at us. You don't want to give us a living wage. It's a mess. We're making a big deal about them student loans. Student loans. Why doesn't he just clear them all and we start from scratch? I don't get it. What, do you delay them again another six months? Come on, dude. That's why young people are so down on it. You want to talk about the least patriotic people in this country? Young people could not care less about the history of this country. And I go, I totally get it. Can't say I agree, because I will stand by the fact, and I can't believe I'm saying it. Still the greatest country in the world. I think America is still the greatest country in the world. Despite us. <laughs> I think we still, would you agree with that? Still the greatest country in the world. Hmm, let me think about it. I, I've never been asked that question before. But. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a loaded question, of course. But you and I have talked about, give me a, give me a better, safer place for an African-American. If, you just, if I just handed you a big wad of money, you can go anywhere, live the rest of your life. No bills necessary. Don't worry about it. I got you covered financially. Where are you going? Mm, I mean, that's kind of... So you mean to tell me that the... Best place in the world for me and you is right where we're at. You would think that the freest country, allegedly, the freest country in the history of the world, the richest country in the history of the world, you would think we, black people that are in this country, that built this country, you would think this should be the safest place. But it's not. But I'm trying to think of getting somewhere safer. We're a little ignorant to our world politics, truth be told. So it's not that, you know, it's not that we can't think of one if we put our mind to it, but off the top of our head, I don't, I, it's hard for me to even just say America, though. 
of the black man. It's tough to defend this country, huh? Exactly. That's why when you see, like, uh, you ever see, like, brothers on 4th of July? You see a black man wearing, like, an American flag T-shirt, and he'll be, he'll have on an American flag hat. He'll have his skin painted red, white, and blue. And you look at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? So you Candace Owens' brother? Who are you, man? What, what's the deal? Who are you? I just don't see myself being that cat ever again. And I think the Republicans are trying to. They know they're about to die. What is it, the average age of the Senate is like in the late 60s or whatever? I don't know. They know that they're about to go away. They are right now in real time trying to solidify things to, to make sure that their generation is moving forward. Keep America to conserve America, like we were talking about in the opening monologue. They go, you know what? Maybe we won't be president ever again. Maybe the browning of America is real. Maybe most states are going to be blue after 2028. But you know what? Got the Supreme Court. We got the Supreme Court for the next 30 years. What y'all going to do? Y'all going to do too much. You can hope, but you ain't going to do too much. And this is why you got to vote. That's my number one. You got to vote. The Supreme Court is, uh, what, 6-3 right now? It wouldn't be if Trump ain't in office. Think about that for a minute. That's why you got to vote. Young people. Worrying about Cardi B. Young people. But I want to know. <laughs> but I want to know from you. Am I scaring you today? I'm hoping so. When I came in, I was thinking about it over, over my vacation. I was like, what am I going to come in talking about on my first day back? And, you know, like Tavis Smiley came in with an incredible show, motivational show today. I was like, I got to follow that. Coming in here talking the doldrums to my beautiful audience, the most intelligent audience in talk radio history. Yeah. But I'm not just here to scare you today. I'm here to, to flash a warning sign saying, this could happen, y'all. It can. Do you believe what I'm telling you right now? Or is this all hyperbole, huh? You don't think our democracy hangs in the balance as we speak? You already know that the, the pillars of our American institutions are on the brink of crumbling as we speak. All of them are racist. We know that. And can he win again? What happens if he does? Everybody's like, Trump, Trump ain't going to win. He ain't even going to run. I'm like, really? You know that cat is on Thursday having a press conference talking about January 6th, the one-year anniversary. Watch the setup on that thing. I haven't even seen it. It's going to look presidential. Watch. It's not going to be your regular press conference that you see after the Laker game. He's going to have American flags behind him. He'll have a bunch of people behind him, maybe even some military behind him. Who knows? And he's going to speak in a way that sounds like a, a State of the Union address. Watch. And then he will proceed to tell you that the entire election was rigged. Watch. He'll be up there for an hour. Biden is not your president. The entire election was rigged. They stole it from us. Don't let them steal it from us. He may even go as far as to say that the entire insurrection on January 6th last year was Antifa. He may even go that far. Because that's what all the, the knuckle draggers on Instagram right now are doing. It wasn't even Trump. It wasn't even Republicans. It was all Antifa. So do you think he will run again? 
And if so, why or why not? I want to hear from you. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. And by the way, does this even matter to y'all? I mean, the conversation that Miles and I have had today is scaring me. Because I think a lot of the sentiments that Miles is giving out today is more prevalent than I'm willing to admit. I don't think it matters to a lot of us. I don't think, I just told Miles, like, <laughs> I said, when I come in with social shows, my DMs blow up, the phones blow up, my emails blow up. The minute I talk politics, it's different. Yeah, we get a few phone calls, we get a few emails, DMs, so on and so forth. But politically, we just don't seem to care. And that's where they got us. Congratulations to the Republican Party, man. I got to give it to them. We fell right into their trap. Congratulations, y'all. We do exactly what they want us to do. Oh, man, well done. Man. All they talk about is black-on-black crime all the time. What do we do? We give them what they want. Talk about Chicago all the time. That's all they do. Go on over, jump on over to KFI, see what they're talking about today. They're talking about all the shootings that have taken place over the holiday season. Bunch of them took place in Philadelphia and Chicago with people that look like us. And they're talking about it. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They want to conserve this country for themselves and the people that are coming. The newer generations. They are. You know what I find really funny, by the way? Off topic here. I want you to open up any major newspaper or turn on any medium in this country. All right? You know what they're talking about? Us. Really. What percentage of newspaper readership in America is African American? I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. But I'm willing to bet you that bad boy's in the single digits. What about Fox News? What percentage? Fox News, KFI, all that. What percentage of the people that watch that or listen to them are African American? Once again, I guarantee you that bad boy's in the single digits. But I want you to think about this for a minute. They are profiting from our pain. They're not talking to us. They're talking about us. They push the narrative that we are a problem. We are a danger all the time. They'll put us on the front page of the paper. They'll lead their stories on Fox News about us when we ain't watching. Think about that for a minute. And we let them get away with it and give them fodder for their broadcasts. That's a problem. And we allow them to do it. We allow them. You want to know how little they were talking about the insurrection at the Capitol? All year. I want to talk about that. You know what they were talking about? Critical race theory. That's what they were talking about. You want to know what they were talking about? They were talking about Derek Chauvin shouldn't go to jail. That's what they were talking about. So we allow these people in front of the newspapers and all throughout to write about us, write op-eds about us, and then we ain't even reading. And we allow them to get away with that. That's the beauty of this radio network. Not only are we talking about us, we're talking to us. We got to control the narrative in 2020. We'll get into that later in the week. I'm showing my goods right now. 
1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. News and traffic right now. I'll see you on the other side. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Middays with Danny Morrison continues when we come forward. Until the wheels fall off. Middays with Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Reading this information about Antonio Brown. Wow. We. Look, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, uh, football player, obviously, uh, stormed off the field. Shirt off the whole night. It was a mess. And, um, some are saying that he has some mental issues, and Tom Brady at a press conference talking about, you know, we need to feel empathy for someone that is going through some things. Uh, there's a lot being discussed right now. Uh, he was cut immediately thereafter, after storming off the field shirtless. And they're saying that he told the coaches that he was injured and couldn't go back in, and he wouldn't go back in, and that's what prompted the argument. But it could be another case that our mental health is being tinkered with by members of society that don't necessarily understand what it's like to be us. So as more information trickles out, Antonio Brown cut by the Tampa Bay Bucks, who I think are about to win this thing, I think. But out of seven series today, by the way, I've been given some great advice throughout my lifetime. And a lot of the time, that person or mentor incorporates some quotes that have stuck with me permanently. And as we kick off 2022... I wanted to deliver them to you in hopes that you'll find value in them, too. I haven't heard a new one over the weekend that I will kick off the list with today. My seven series today is seven motivational quotes that changed my life. These words of encouragement have changed the way I look at life. And I feel it's my duty to pay them forward to help you with yours, especially as we navigate through this new year here. I know you're changing everything up, probably changing up your diet, exercise more, Maybe thinking about leaving that job that doesn't appreciate you. Maybe thinking about leaving that man or that woman that don't appreciate you. I understand. (laughs) So I'm giving you seven motivational quotes that changed my life. You want to join in? You know what to do. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Seven motivational quotes that changed my life. Uh, Number one, when you were born, you look just like your parents. And when you get older, you look just like your decisions. Yeah, man. Look, to be fair, I just heard this quote on Tavis Smiley this past weekend. I texted Tavis and I was like, yo, fire, dude. I was listening to a a rebroadcast of his interview. I think it was on Friday of uh, Michael T. Williamson when he was on the show a couple weeks ago. And I was in the car screaming like a five-year-old girl, like for real. And it is so true. Because we all look like our parents when we're born, but the decisions you make. After that, we'll determine what you look like moving forward. And bad diet and stress and lack of exercise will affect your interior and your exterior. Don't get it twisted. And it will shorten your lifespan at the same time. It will. And we kings and queens, we already die six years earlier than Caucasians. Six years. And I understand food deserts and Systemic and institutional racism and more. I know someone was bound to call me and tell me, there's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason I understand that. But it is still incumbent upon you to try to preserve yourself as best as possible. Because you got to be around for them grandkids, right? At some point, 
in spite of it all, you got to be around here for them grandkids. And we got to show these younger generations how to do it. Because let's keep it real. The older generations didn't do right by us when it comes to taking care of ourselves. <laughs> Some of the food I still see at Thanksgivings and Christmases, I go, are we still doing this? You eat chitlins. I do eat chitlins in moderation. You eat chitlins. You know, Miles, there's certain things you can do in moderation. <laughs> we won't get into that again. You know what I'm talking about, though. But we ain't going to get into it again. What's wrong with chitlins, by the way? They're healthy. What's wrong with chitlins? They're, they're healthy. What's know. right with chitlins? They're healthy. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> they don't sell those at Whole Foods? They don't sell? They don't even... <laughs> Do they sell them at anyway? You got to go usually to the the uh, grocery stores in our neighborhoods to get some chillers. And the Latinos rock with them too, man. Make no mistake. But they got like uh, the tripas and the menudo and the pozole. And they got, hey, they got their own versions of chitlins in their community as well. Matter of fact, Latinos will eat a whole hog's head. You ever seen those? You like hog head cheese? I, don't, I can't rock with it. No, sir. Talk about when they put like roasted, put the apple in the mouth and everything. I can't wrestle that. Oh, okay. Matter of fact, anything that's got eyeballs, I can't rock with. You ever, you ever see somebody feed you fish and it's still got the eye and the head? I can't rock with. You don't it. like crawfish or the I, shrimp with the heads on? If I see eyeballs, I can't. I don't want them looking at me while I'm making a pig of myself. I can't. Can't do it. Close-minded. <laughs> I'm close-minded. Shrimp hit. <laughs> I can't. Matter of fact, off topic. <laughs> I went with my mom one time. It was for Mother's Day, I think. I took her to one of them crab places, right? And so she got the crawfish, too. Man, what, what people do in the South, I think that's what <laughs> we as a people do. You 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 snap off the head, and you suck the juice out the head of a crawfish. You ever seen that done? I've seen it, yeah. Do you do it? I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't like crawfish too much. I'm not into like it. Like shrimp, though. Shrimp with the heads are it's cool. Sucking the head out of the crawfish. I can't rock with it, man. I'm cool. Give me the tail. We rock with that. I ain't going no further than that. <laughs> That's a joke, and then I ain't going to touch it. Seven motivational quotes that changed my life. Here's number two. Do what you have to do so that you can do what you want to do. You know, most people credit this quote with Denzel Washington in the highly underrated 2007 film, The Great Debaters. By the way, fantastic film. Watch it if you haven't. The Great Debaters starring Denzel. 2007, I believe. And uh, Journey Smollett's in that, too, I believe. Uh, but my mentor, Larry Joslin, told me this back when I was a teenager. He knew that I had some huge aspirations, right? He, he felt I was going somewhere. But, see, I thought I was cute. I did. So he would always tell me this quote to satisfy my mom's wishes and to get me some free time myself, too. You see, that's how it works. You can have the world at your fingertips, but you got to put in work and clear the path to achieve it, though. Fund your dream. To sustain your future. I've been telling musical artists this for years. Because they used to contact me and go, hey, you know somebody that'll help me produce this song? I got this song and I want, and I'm like, you paying? It's like, no, I figured, you know, I'll put your name on it. I'll mention your name in the hook. I, I'm like, no, no, no. You got to pay my people. And you got to fund your own dream. I don't care what kind of artist you are in 2022. I don't care if you like to paint. I don't care if you do music. I don't care. You can be a landscaper. I don't care. You cut hair. I don't care. Whatever kind of artist you are, it is incumbent upon you to fund your own dream. You can't be looking for other people to sponsor you or 
will put out their money to help you realize your dream. I was speaking to a very popular comedian. Not going to mention that cat's name, but I love him. We uh, ran into each other at a, a local clothing spot here in town. Uh, Swank, I see you, by the way. That's where I was. And uh, we're, in the, we're in the store talking, and he tells me that he still has a job at Federal Express. I'm like, you still work at FedEx? You're traveling the country doing comedy. He goes, yeah, I got to find my dream, man. Gave him love for that. Gave him love. We're always trying to floss for our families and our friends, right? It's like, I got to give up that job because I can't have them seeing me, you know, who was on Netflix just a few days ago working at Net, at uh, FedEx or UPS or, or Amazon. Can't do that. Some people keep it real. And they go, for me to continue this train that's going, I got to fund my own dream. You got to do the same thing. Do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. That's where it goes. And a lot of blossoming, burgeoning black businesses all throughout the city of Los Angeles are doing that. I've already talked to a few. It's like, yeah, you can have your black business on the side, but you know what? You still got to get up and go to work in the morning, 9 to 5. I get it. And by the way, I salute you, people that do that. 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, I will finish this list. I had a good time writing this thing last night. I definitely want to give it all to you. one 800 920 1580, the 2022 version of Midday's with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580, where black lives still matter. Nobody's perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the dial. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. I love that perfect book. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> It takes the Danny Morrison, KVLA Talk 1580. You know, I got a new passion, Miles. This is kind of Dr. Tubio on Instagram. Have you ever seen that cat? Dr. Tubio? No. T-U-B-I-O. He snaps the necks of people. He's a chiropractor. Oh, okay. You seen that guy? Have you seen anybody that does that? I've seen a lot of people. Woo! You ever had? You ever been a chiropractor? I've never had it done, but watching him do it is terrifying, but I would love it done. And I'm watching, he's, he's snapping the neck of this white woman right now. And she's had problems in her neck forever. And you should see her reaction after he does it. I remember I had, uh, got in a car accident one time and uh, had to go to chiropractor for a few months. Some say that chiropractors aren't the real deal. They say it's all smoke and mirrors. I disagree. Man, look, I tell you what. Cracked my back. Gave me extra, like, inch and a half of height. I'm telling you. It could happen. Some say the, the best chiropractors don't use any contraptions or machinery of any sort. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, one, the good ones use their hands. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I'm still terrified watching that. I would love my neck snapped. Are there any black chiropractors in Los Angeles? I'm pretty sure there are. You should look, let's look them up. That's your new passion, though, is being a is looking for a black chiropractor? I think that's my new one. I, you know I'm at 20% right now. A shop in black. I'm at 20%. So I'm good, but I, I want to now push it to 25. I'm never going to be 100% because I don't think that we as African Americans can even do that. <laughs> not 100%, not yet. But if I can get that bad boy to... 30? What? 33 and a third. Huh? What if a third of my stuff that I buy every single month are from black business? Man, I'm good. Right? Well, how you get to 50? I don't think I can get to 50. Is it possible? Hey, man, we just, man, listen, you just listened to Les Brown this morning Ooh. and George Frazier. You can Ooh. do anything you set your mind to, black man. Come on, somebody. Listen, y'all. If y'all have not heard 
to be fair, I haven't heard George Frazier yet. I'm going to listen to him at the gym tonight. If y'all haven't heard the Les Brown interview with Tavis Smiley today, it'll be up on his Spotify account, I'm hoping, later today. If you don't go back and listen to that interview, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come slap you myself. I'll slap you on, on site because it is a phenomenal interview. There were so many nuggets coming out of Les Brown's mouth today. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I've been telling Tavis that George Frazier was on uh, a few months ago. A few months ago. And I said, I think that's my favorite interview from you. And then I heard Les Brown today. I said, we might have a new champion. <laughs> we might have a new champion, Tavis. I'm telling you. But let's get back to my seven motivational quotes that changed my life. Here's number three. The biggest business deals are made on a golf course. Yeah. Look, I tried to get into it years ago. I did. I figured I needed to know how to play. Because it seems like every single time I was working to do business with somebody, they were offering me to go play around the golf all the time. You golf? I've heard that a thousand times in my life. You golf? It's like, nah. I've played, <laughs> but I'm not a golf guy. Now, the average time of a golf round is generally around four and a half hours. Real talk, by the way. And it's true that big deals happen while playing on around, playing around the golf, isolated with potential business partners and associates and sponsors. Especially if you're, you're paying for it. Golf is expensive, man. It is. And time-consuming. And in some cases, racist. <laughs> yeah. Those people that run those golf courses? Oh, yeah. Let's not forget, just, you know, a few decades ago, they wouldn't even let us into the building. You know what I'm saying? You know what's Hey, cool? wait, I'm going to get rich, and I'm going to start doing business with white people. Like, you, you like battle rap? <laughs> come on, come on to the, flip, come on on the, the battle rap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the cool thing about golf is, is any chance I could hit some small white balls with a big stick, I'm in. I mean, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. By the way, that's the same with bowling, too, by the way. If I can roll a big black ball into knocking down some white pins that all have red necks, by the way, I'm in. Got <laughs> I'll be here all week. I'm just saying. <laughs> 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. I'll finish out the 7 Series on the other side. mid with Danny Morrison. KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. Got to finish out my 7 Series before I shake the spot in a few minutes here. We got, uh, uh, let me see. What are we up to? Number four? Yeah, we're up to number four. I'm giving you my favorite motivational quotes of all time here. Number four is pay close attention to who's clapping. My mentor told me this years ago. You have all heard me mention it on this show, as a matter of fact. Whenever something huge happens in your professional life, pay attention to who's applauding in your favor. Who's cheering you on? Who's sharing your accomplishments on social media? Who's calling and texting you love? Those that aren't doing those things for you are artificial friends. They want you to do well, but not better than them. Pay close attention. Have you ever ran across someone that you've known for years? Check it out. And the moment they see you, they can tell you about your whole life. I saw you get that promotion. Congratulations. I saw that beautiful baby that you had. She's so gorgeous. You lost 15 pounds in three months. That is absolutely incredible. But they've been your friend on Facebook for 10 years. They used to be all up in your threads. Making countless appearances in your notifications. But they don't anymore. And it's obvious they're watching you closely. You want to know why you don't see them on your page, huh? Because the people they surround themselves with criticize you. They talk crap about you. And they don't want the people that they that regularly criticize you to see that they are being friendly to you. And they are more loyal to them than you. They even join the put-down party on occasion. 
Watch out for those people in 2022. Number five is a good woman should be your peace. This applies to men too, by the way. If you're not with a person that takes away your stress instead of adding to it, helps in alleviating the problems you may face every day, helps you achieve the goals you've set for yourself, and overall enhances your life and makes you a better person, you are with the wrong person, period. In 2022, I implore every person listening to my voice right now, I want you to take inventory of the close people in your circle and weigh whether or not they add value to your life. Are they people that help you strive at being better? That should be the most important thing to look for. Delete the drama from your life starting now. Here's number six. Surround yourself with people that will realize your vision and not theirs. I just learned this over the last few years, by the way. Yes, every successful person has a team, but your dream has to be the end goal for everyone on your team. Yes, the individual members will branch off and can achieve success once you all capture the bag, if they so choose. But you can't have people around you that already have other plans in mind. They will spend more time focusing on their personal brand than helping build the beacon that will sustain the entire crew. Make sure you invite people into your circle that realize the vision that will assist everyone. When you eat, they all eat. And make sure the people in your circle understand that. And here's number seven. Quote, if someone is willing to support people that will do you harm, no, you can't be friends. Newsflash to any Trump supporting friends that are listening to my voice right now. People that I thought would be my friends for a lifetime. A few of you have made appearances in my DMs over the holiday season. Pay close attention to what I'm about to tell you. Our relationship is over. Finished. Done. Kaput. Now, the Bible tells me that I'm supposed to forgive you, and I have. But it doesn't tell me to spend time with those that won't defend me in my absence. There's a contingent in this country that want me and people like me, my fellow kings and queens, dead and gone. They want our contributions to American society stricken from the record. They want, they, uh, and you gave them what, full-throated support? Really? You had nothing to say at all, either, in certain moments and occasions, when African Americans were steadily having our lives taken from us. So now that I've already cut most of you, but for those that remain, I want you to lose my number. I'm only surrounding myself with good energy moving forward in 2022. Don't blame me. You sacrificed our friendship for a failed reality star that lost the presidency, the House, and the Senate. He was also in peace twice. Sorry. Good luck with that. The D.L. Hughley Afternoon Show is up next. Keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Good luck. God bless. Go. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.